Today we'll speak about Saint Ephemius the Great, whose memory we commemorate on January the 20th. This saint was born to a couple named Paul and Dionysia after the Lord had answered their fervent prayers for a child just as they were about to give up this cherished hope after many years of a barren marriage. The great joy of having been blessed with a son was as great as the elation they experienced when visited by an angel of the Lord who advised them to name the child Ephthemios, a synonym for joy and exaltation. This divine visitation foreordained that the offspring was to be a cradle to the grave servant of God. Ephthemius received his early religious training at the hands of no lesser person than the bishop of Melitene, Armenia, whose name was Ephrotis, and whose repute as a holy man had already been well established when Paul and Dionysia brought their child to him. The good bishop did not fail to notice the touch of grace that was already evident in his young charge and schooled the boy in all aspects of Christian theology. At an age when most young men were applying themselves to the acquisition of material wealth and standing, Ephthemius gave himself over completely to the service of Jesus Christ and was ordained a priest by his mentor of many years. The bishop had hoped that Ephthemius would remain to assist him in the work of the church but Ephthemius felt the call to a greater service in acquiring not a standing in the community, but a posture which could bring a closer proximity to God. And because of this holy urge, he was drawn to the monastery of St. Polyephthys. It was at the monastery that Ephthemius found the solemn joy of the nearness of God through meditation, prayer and service, and felt for the first time that inward mysticism, which was to stand him in good stead in a long lifetime of service to God and to his fellow man. It was a full five years of complete immersion into asceticism of the cloister before he finally emerged into the company of men, carrying with him an aura of holiness, fully evident in his every gesture and deed. He had retreated to submit to the will of God and returned to find the will of God was within him. His closest friend and confidant was another holy man named Theoctistos, with whom he discoursed at length on matters of religion and at whose insistence he finally ventured out to be of service among the people. The very presence of Ephthemius in a town square commanded the respect of all around him, including those who had little or no religious belief. To the Christians whose belief was genuine, however, he seemed like a messenger sent straight from heaven, and he proceeded to brighten the lives of the villagers wherever he went. At one point the will of God that was within Ephthemius was made clearly evident even to the skeptics. A young Arab, paralyzed by an accident, was carried to this holy man for help, and the help he received was witnessed by a small band who stood in wonderment at what actually took place. Without ceremony and the usual laying of hands, Ephthemius simply knelt in prayer for God's assistance with the stricken lad, and when Ephthemius stood up, the young Arab stood up with him. If there were any disbelievers among the onlookers, they had a change of heart when the former cripple walked away. The only other recorded instance of the power of Ephemios tells of an incident in which the Empress Evdokia, widow of the Emperor Theodosius II, came to Ephemios for help. The holy man told her that her time was not far off and that she should abandon the heresies of the Monophysites. A few months later, the transformed Empress died. Ephemios died on 20th of January 473 at the age of 96 with a man named Savas destined for greatness himself at the side of his deathbed.